My husband was not thrilled when about six years ago I told him I was going vegan. But eventually, he changed his mind. Although he does not identify as vegan today, he wholeheartedly embraces a plant-based diet. So what happened? Welcome to the Vegan Family Kitchen Podcast. I am your host, Bridgie Jim. Pull yourself a chair. I have told this story many times, but from my perspective. Today, I am giving him an opportunity to share his point of view. What went through his mind when I announced I was not having another steak? What bothered him the most? And what led him to adopt a fully plant-based diet himself? His name is Chris Conklin. We met in Vancouver just a few days after I moved here to do a PhD at the University of British Columbia. He was neighbor in grad student housing because he was in his second year of medical school. He has since completed his training and become a pathologist with a subspecialization in breast cancer. He's also a dedicated cyclist as well as a fantastic father for our two children. Like me, he used to enjoy rare steaks, but don't we all change? I think what he has to say will be very relatable for many other couples confronted with a big lifestyle transformation. Let's listen to my husband, Christopher Conklin. Hello, Chris. Hi, Brigitte. I'm happy that we're here today. It's uh, something that I've been talking about for many months. I kept saying I should do an interview with you and talk about your experience about surviving when your wife goes vegan and, and what happens from there. And um, you're on vacation this week and I've nailed you down for a little while and I'm going to ask you all the questions that I've wanted to ask you for the a whole a whole lot of time. I hope that's okay. I'd like to ask you if you remember that time back in 2014, not when I went fully vegan, but when I started cooking only vegan food at home. Do you remember that or do you just jump forward to when I went fully vegan? Uh, so first of all, I just want to say what an honor it is to be here because, you know, I'm so proud of what you are doing. That's really kind. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to say that before, but okay. I, I really am. Thank and you. thank you for taking me on this journey. So the first time you started cooking vegan. Do you remember that? Uh, I honestly think it was a gradual transition. Mm -hmm. I knew that you were starting to uh, feel your plate up with more veggies and less meat. Um, but it didn't really strike me as extreme in the term of complete exclusion of uh, meat and, and dairy. So it was a gradual thing and didn't really hit me as such. I don't remember a specific moment in that regard. If I do remember, I still think you were still eating cheese. I don't, I don't know. There was a gradual transition there. And I would say for myself, there was no impact. Like there was no sense of uh, discomfort with with it, no real change in my eating or lifestyle habits, but I do remember you starting to make that transition. I didn't know it would go to this point though. But. <laughs> so deep. And, and so tell me a little bit about that turning point that I think you remember vividly. Well, I do remember things were sort of building, building more and more towards plant-based and you were starting to incorporate that as part of your 
job moving forward uh, in terms of your business. So I knew it was going there, and I I do remember the distinct moment when uh, you did tell me that you were no longer going to be cooking meat or preparing meat or eating meat. I think your exact words were, I have eaten, I just want you to know I have eaten my last steak and I've eaten my last piece of cheese. I had returned from a bike ride and I was getting ready to have a shower and you came around the corner and and told me just that and a whole flood of emotions came came uh, came to me. The initial thing was, oh, here it is. This is happening. I kind of knew it was going that way, but this is a moment. I'm an unapologetic people pleaser, so I was just concerned about what friends and the people around us were going to think um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of uncomfort within our culture when people step outside of what is considered norms, whether it's how you dress, how you eat, or uh, other lifestyle habits. So that, there was that. Then, it, then the flood of thought came through of what what are my children going to eat? You know, we we grew up with this stereotype that children need to eat meat, drink their milk, to have healthy bones and and grow and be strong. So that stereotype stereotypes die hard, right? And that was still still with me. Um, and then it was. How are my parents specifically going to respond to this? I wasn't so concerned about how they would respond to it. It was just sort of like, how are we going to have family gatherings uh, that are so centered on food? Because we would go visit my uh, side of the family in Richmond every uh, week. So those are my main concerns. Would you say that you were more concerned, you know, now in hindsight, would you think that your concerns were more around relationships? rather than say like a lot of people will argue that they're concerned worried about nutrition things like that right but were you more worried about the relationship our relationship or our relationship with others Uh, a bit of both to begin with to be honest with you um i would say relationship was stronger emotional aspect to this than say the nutrition concern but you know when food is such a huge part of family life that if somebody comes home and they say they are going to stick to a strict diet which let's face it plant-based whole food plant-based diet is a strict diet as far as you know north america is concerned in its present day right you have to go out of your way to eat that way so you know i was concerned you know if i don't adopt this then how is that going to work out with our family so there was that aspect i wasn't terribly concerned about that because i was starting to starting to accept that and move in that direction myself but yeah relationships were a huge part of it like I said before you know fitting in is a big is a big thing for me and also concern about you know just being able to eat with friends and family yeah I really I really appreciate how you you share that candidly thank you for that it's really interesting how you remember so specifically whereas for me I I have more of a recollection of the process um, the intellectual process that I went through to get to that decision but I was also uh, you know, Eric was a newborn at the time, so I was not sleeping very much, and apparently sleep is very important for forming memories, so <laughs> maybe that's why I don't remember it quite quite so vividly. 
Well, speaking of the kids, I'd like to ask you, from your perspective, how did things go for us as parents, you know, in the, in the food situation in the kitchen? Um, in terms of what we were eating, I very much enjoyed the food. But I hung on to that stereotype and what I was used to eating because Chloe used to, Chloe, our currently nine-year-old daughter at the time, was much younger, obviously, but she enjoyed eating filet mignon and things like that. So there was that sort of sense of not wanting to deprive her of the foods that she typically liked eating. Um, I didn't necessarily think it was, eating steak was healthier for you at the time than eating plant-based thing but there was an element of protein and you know are you going to get protein on plant-based diet that was part of that with me bringing home the steak to cook it for a little bit longer after transitioning to to you cooking plant-based foods but it was a sort of a short long short-lived stance on my part as I transition to that and you know accepted that yeah i want to highlight i mean it's it's pretty cool that i like to believe that i did not twist your arm to do that um correct me if i'm i hope i hope i'm 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 not wrong but you've come to adopt a fully plant-based diet yourself um would you like to tell me a little bit about what you think your process was in that regard well first of all the base the basics it's just more simple if a family eats one type of diet <laughs> so That's there's sure. a convenience and the simplicity of it otherwise it's too difficult to carry on with two separate diets i do know some families who do do that but like as far as i know when we go out i mean most of the time i haven't I haven't seen you order a, a meat burger in a long time. Well, if we're talking about now rather than back um, when we first did this, I've come to, like, I'll, I would never go back to eating meat and dairy. Aside from the convenience, my palate has changed. The odd time originally when we were in a social occasion and, you know, meat or dairy was on my plate, I would eat it out of politeness, um, and I was still transitioning, so there was that gradual transition, but it always left in, left this sense of heaviness and fullness. Or when I went out with friends, um, a couple of my co-workers, we would meet once a month to have dinner, and one of them has now turned fully plant-based, but at the time, we would go out to usually, you know, meat or fish places and so that I did not complicate this thing is I would just have meat at that time but it always left this heaviness so my palate has changed and I far prefer eating whole food plants now the variety of things on your plate is not blunted as it was before when you'd have a big piece of meat center and fewer vegetables around so there's far more variety that I eat that is and the food tastes great it's different, but now it, it just feels cleaner, right? Like it doesn't leave that ugh, that heaviness. I, w- I will say that I was he- I was healthy before, right? So you're you're a pretty athletic person. I know you resist being called an athlete, but really, I don't know anybody really who 
exercises more than you do or is more physically active than you do. Um, you cycle many, many thousands of kilometers every year. Uh, you have a strict regimen of strengthening exercises that I so admire. Do you feel that going plant-based has hindered your performance in any way or? No, not at all. Um, zero hindrance, quite possibly an improvement. I was healthy before and quite a good local cyclist and took my road cycling very seriously and liked to ride hard and fast and you know I'm older now than when we transitioned to plant-based so I can't really compare per se but um, I feel from a performance standpoint I have not uh, lost a step I would say at all in the last eight years so quite possibly you know it has improved my performance if you don't mind me sharing and this with others I heard you say last week that you uh, had a personal best speed on a on a on a route that you cycle often is that is that true yeah yeah and I just cycle for enjoyment now I used to be a competitive you know category one cyclist years ago um, and now I I still have the same mentality when I cycle I like to ride hard and fast but I don't compete I most of my rides are by myself and my own free time um, but I am self com competitive with myself and with Strava and all the electronics and data that we have nowadays it's hard to ignore segments even though I don't personally focus on it um, I yeah I mean despite some injuries that I've had that are unrelated you know yeah I have not lost a step I don't think that's so awesome it keeps you young but and I will say this that uh, I mean I was I was relatively fit whatnot um, before transitioning to plants but I, I I do think that maybe I've I'm, I'm slightly leaner now yeah what what do you perceive to be the benefits of eating a plant-based diet and let's let's consider a healthy plant-based diet here i'm not talking about vegan hot dogs and donuts but more uh, a whole foods plant-based diet what are the benefits for for you personally i i'm basically a type of person i like to optimize my health and well-being in all regards right so you know if you know, if it's exercise, for example, um, I kind of like to try to maximize that. So diet, I try to maximize that. And I'm more in tune with the research now that supports plant-based uh, diets for basically all, all diseases that afflict North America. Um, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, hypertension obesity, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, all the research is pointing towards eating whole food plant-based. And so that serves as motivation for when I, uh, and support and makes me feel like what I'm doing by eating whole food plant-based is just doing my body good, right? It's optimizing my life. That's awesome. It's providing me with every opportunity as a basis to move forward in a positive, healthy way and get the most out of my life. 
And I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it around the world, the populations, just generally without looking at the literature, the populations that eat a lot of plants, their diseases, they basically don't have the typical diseases that we do in North America. So that sort of general perception of what's happening in the world supports the, the scientific dietary research, which I think is important. So I like to maximize the situation and biting plant base it, it does that for me. You've said before that you feel that it adds meaning. Oh yeah, so aside from the diet, aside from the diet, I I tell you I've told you multiple times and I tell my friends if they ask me and question me about why I eat this way, I said aside from the nutrition, it provides so much more meaning to my life because it's no secret that the plant-based whole food diet is better for the environment long term. Uh, it brings in the animal aspect of it, uh, the compassion towards animals, and it just makes me feel like I have a lot more meaning in my life and that adds to my overall happiness without a doubt. That's wonderful. I love that. That's, that's great. Um, so, and I think for me, that's, that's sort of, I've come to that secondarily, right? The first thing is the nutrition. Uh, well, the very first thing was the family. Okay, we're doing this. And then, then um, the rationale for that, for me, the immediate rationale was, okay, it's, it's probably going to improve my life, maximize my health, um, my performance. And then as you get into it, you can't help but think of the animal animal welfare aspect of it and then that that sort of meaning uh that it's not just about you anymore that it's about a you know a, a much greater good um to eating and living this way it's more compassionate well we've we've just talked about the the benefits of eating that way all the time would you say there are downsides to your to your experience today i don't mean five years ago when we were still fighting about it but today do you do you feel there is cons even or or just downsides to adopting a fully plant-based way of eating no i would say the biggest downfall right now for me is the last thing to go for me was ice cream because i love ice cream and uh, the majority of ice cream places have minimal to no um, plant-based options and if they are they they lack the texture or the taste of what i remember true you know dairy based ice cream to be so that's really the only challenge i mean in vancouver here there's been a definite growth in uh, plant-based options so it's not difficult to to go out and eat plant-based if anything it's it's sometimes easier because there's less things on the menu or there's less restaurants of choice to go to but you know the last thing for me was giving up dairy ice cream and I've certainly done that now and so that's still a little bit of a challenge is the the dairy free ice cream but I mean that's not a big thing to have to live without live without um and then just another downfall, sometimes, I just mentioned before that stereotypes die hard. Sometimes if there's 
some sort of inclination a question of oh are you getting enough of that in your diet or it's not so much about that for me myself but regarding my children um, for example cavity prevention oh where are they getting the minerals or calcium to harden their teeth and prevent cavity formation as their teeth grow uh, by eating plant-based are they are they not getting that which is frankly just thought uh, not truthfulness because you can certainly get enough of those minerals if not more on a plant-based diet but there's still that thought in the back of your head that little voice oh that doubt right that's way less than it used to be but there's that there's that element of it but you know yeah bring myself back to the fact that you know, you get way more micronutrients that are important in a plant-based diet than you do in the typical North American diet, you know. So people rarely do they flip that question and ask, you know, a, a, a meat eater, well, are you getting your micronutrients, right? Whereas it seems to be that the thing that people ask a vegan or plant-based, the first thing is protein. Where are you going to get the protein, right? They don't talk about the micronutrients, you don't look protein deficient. No, we don't have a problem in North America with protein. <laughs> you know, I went through medical school and there, you know, in internal medicine rotation, um, I remember the kidney patients, you know, there's a lot of people that overload the kidneys with protein. I mean, if you're healthy, you can deal with it, but it's not necessarily a good thing long term. It's not ideal, that's for sure. You mentioned at the very beginning how you were concerned about basically sticking out like a sore thumb, right? I think that was a big concern for you, the social aspects of this. And how, how would you say it turned out? The, the tide is turning a little bit. So I would go out for dinner with two um, co-workers on a regular basis. And one of them used to steadfastly swear by meat. And now he has gone fully whole food plant-based. I don't know the exact reason for that. It's none of my business. I don't pry into that. And I've just become more comfortable um, talking and explaining the situation to um, people. I don't go out of my way to do it, but if they ask, I, it's always a difficult thing to know what the response is going to be. Everybody, I guess, has their own little response, but they have their own stereotypes and discomfort about maybe what they're eating as well, right? So it's just become easier. I think part of the fact is that I've just adopted it as my lifestyle now, that there's no question that I'm of whether I'm going to go back. I'm definitely not going to go back to eating meat. So now I don't really care what other people think. And I've told enough people now about it that to know that they actually respect it. And it's they don't have a problem with it, right? It's more like they have to deal with their uncomfortableness within about their relationship to meat, dairy, and animal welfare and things like that, not so much the other way around. What about your family? I think that was a big concern at the beginning. You know, we were effectively going, you know, every weekend pretty much visiting your family. You were, you were worried about that, about how things would go and need... And we have very different ways of dealing with conflict. And I think uh, you were really uncomfortable with that at the beginning. So I, I'd love to hear you tell the story of how things are or how things have evolved um, to today because I think it's a great one. Yeah, initially I was a lot, there was a lot of un uncertainty. Um, 
what are my parents going to think about me, uh, what they think about Brigitte or you. Um, and, you know, my parents, as expected, have taken that change exceedingly well and easy. There was a few questions, for, exa for example, towards you in terms of, oh, well, we used to love eating a blue steak and whatnot, but that was about it. And then the next time we went over, um, mom was uh, cooking plant-based dishes separate from the rest of the buffet that she would create that would be more than enough to to nourish our you know our our dietary okay. our, our diet and it's you know just as expected my parents have just accepted that really well it's not necessarily something that i force upon them and they still eat what they always ate which you know is meat and fish but they are completely 100% welcoming to our you know lifestyle I think I think they eat quite I mean I've seen a few forks over knives magazines at, in your mom's kitchen I think uh, she's definitely upped her plant-based cooking game over the years and I think at the beginning you know maybe it helped that it was summer but we had lots of grilled you know vegan burgers and uh once in a while, I would bring some vegan sausages for the barbecue, and there would be maybe a side dish that were that was, uh, you know, plant-based. Um, but I think now I've found recently that most of the time when we have we have dinner there, I mean, we haven't had dinner there due to COVID over the past year, but previously, it would be like almost everything would be vegan in the spread, and then on the you know there would be a platter of meat that somebody would have barbecued on the side for those who were wanting to add it. Um, but I've, I've found the balance to be kind of reversed. I mean, her your, your mom's vegan food is amazing. It's really delicious. Yeah, and my mom's uh, been an excellent gourmet cook, and that's her, that's her canvas upon which she creates things. And it, you know, she probably sees it as a new challenge and a new direction to take her cooking in. But yeah, that's exactly true. Like when we go over there now, and I think my parents are aware that it, it is the healthier way to go, but it's really hard for people to change their, their dietary habits 100%. It just takes a little bit of effort, just like, you know, all habits. It seems to be the habits that are good for us are the ones that are more difficult to adopt. That's, that's for sure. No greater truth has been spoken. What would you say to a coworker or a friend who would come to you and say, "Hey, my wife has gone vegan. You guys did that. Like, what should I do?" I and that's my other way to ask. What do you wish you had known back in twenty fifteen that you didn't know then, but that you know now? So uh, just go with it because it's going to improve your life. Uh, it's going to be uncomfortable at the beginning to make that transition. Uh, it's A, going to be easier if both of you eat the same thing. Um, and I think you should give it a go. Uh, you're, 
definitely not going to feel worse. I, you know, I'm, I'm eight years older than I was before. I was healthier before, but I feel great. That's awesome. I don't know. You just got to go with it. <laughs> Hop on board. It, it is hard. It is hard to, you do have to try a little bit harder to source the ingredients and groceries and things like that. But, you know, if you looked at the medical research and honestly, it's really hard to argue with it from what's best for you. It can end up being far more tasty and no less satisfying in terms of a satiation experience eating plant-based foods and the discovery of the different flavors the things that you never experienced before because you just didn't eat that many uh, different types of plant-based foods is going to immediately increase your variety and nourish your gut biome. And yeah, sometime. and the biome, your your, you know, your brain health, your gut health, the things that we do not even think about are impacted by the foods that we eat. More and more research is saying that that is definitely the case. That is great. Um, I just want before we we say goodbye in this conversation, I just wanted to ask you also about your own cooking habits. So. As I recall it, you know, when we were first married and we were living together at the beginning, uh, you were cooking, I'd say, not the majority of meals, but probably at least once or twice, sometimes maybe more every week. And when I decided to only eat vegan at home, I, I kind of took over in a way. Um, and I, I just, just because it was simpler, maybe, I'm not especially proud of that, but that's what happened. But today you're starting to cook again a little bit, um, and I'd like to hear you about how you feel the plant-based cooking experience differs maybe from what you did before. Well, first of all, I'm horrible rookie cooker. <laughs> I'm, so, but no, that is true. I, I do cook uh, probably, I try once a week. It works out like that, and I always cook for me meal plants because they're... <laughs> simpler than pulling a uh, cookbook out that has so many ingredients and spices that I have to measure and things like that but from a cooking point of view the the thing that sticks with me is just the variety of plants that we're eating and you know I've done some reading um, on the importance of eating increasing the variety of different plants that you eat on a regular basis um, for your gut biome and whatnot and so when I cook I'm just amazed about the the number of different plants that are being cooked and you don't get a, that experience when you cook um, generally speaking a traditional North American diet that includes meat because meat is the center of it and therefore it it kind of minimizes or blunts the number of other vegetables um, or plants that you're eating so uh, that's that's the first and foremost the the first thing that goes through my mind is the variety and the number of different plants that i'm cooking and the cleanliness of the food and i get the benefit of seeing everything that is going into going on to the plate when I cook. They're all healthy things. That's that's fantastic and I really enjoy it when you cook. Well first, it, I mean it does give me a break that I usually use to read um, 
often on Saturdays or Sundays. Um, but it's also it's also just nice to even if you're following my recipes, <laughs> perhaps most of the time I really I really like seeing how somebody else interprets the food and gives it their own spin. That's that's great, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, is there something else you would like to add about how one survives their wife going vegan? First of all, from a basic standpoint, you really don't have much choice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you got to do it because that sort of separation in terms of eating that diet versus it, it just would cause divide from a, you know, a family issue. So you, for, first and foremost, simplicity you got to try it. You got to go with it and experience it with your wife. Your your life will be more enriched and more meaningful. Um, just give it a try. It's a new experience. Life is about, you know, there's different journeys. Life is a journey, right? And this is this is just one of them. If you don't try something new, you never know. That's exciting. I And I do not know. I do not know a single person who's gone plant-based that they regretted it i do not know that's true yeah i don't know a single person has regretted it that's awesome well i i invite everybody to go on this adventure and more importantly i look forward to the next adventure that we might get into thank yeah. you so much chris for joining me today i really appreciate this thank you Would you like to support others on their vegan and plant-based journey? Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating so it's easier for them to find me. If you need a bit of support, I'm here to help. You can download a one-week vegan meal plan and guide to batch cooking by going to veganfamilykitchen.com slash planned. veganfamilykitchen.com slash P-L-A-N-N-E-D. See you in the kitchen.